You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Okay, we re-rolling. We re-rolling. You see rolling. Rolling. You're listening to Band Geek with, with Anne-Marie and Jared. With Anne-Marie Castellano. <laughs> I'm the resident Castellano today. No. Okay. This is weird. Everybody listening, don't tell Richie. We're recording a show without him while he's in Europe. Um, hello. <laughs> uh, Richie Castellano is currently on tour in Europe eating all of their food and chocolate. All the chocolate in Germany. <laughs> And I want to give a shout out to all of our European fans that he's meeting. Um, we keep hearing about you, and you're awesome, so thank you. Yay! Uh, so, in the studio today, as she has said, is Anne-Marie Castellano, resident Castellano. Woo! We don't have brandy, so I have to yell for myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Jared Pressman. Woo! And joining us via the miracle of modern science from California... Our returning friend, Miss Jennifer Candy. Woo! Uh, wow, we added like six people to that. Woo! Woo! Uh, so uh, we're doing this show while Richie's in Europe for two reasons. One is we wanted to give you guys something to listen to and not have to wait a month. True. Um, the other thing is Richie doesn't care enough about this movie to warrant a whole podcast about it. Uh, it's not Batman or Star Wars. Star Wars, nope. <laughs> it is something that is near and dear to my heart, uh, as many of our Band Geek listeners know. Uh, that is the movie Ghostbusters. Uh, recently, there was a uh, a new version released uh, in the movies, um, which I'm sure nobody heard anything about for the past two years. <laughs> nobody knew it was coming. Um, but uh, I asked uh, I asked Jen if she would join us. Um, uh, from actually a, a, a Twitter suggestion from a couple of our fans, but um, I thought she would actually be the perfect person to talk about the movie with. So in usual band geek fashion, we're going to tell you what we like, what we don't like, and uh, just pretty much spoil the movie for you. So if you haven't seen it yet, um, Anne Press Marie, pause. <laughs> uh, go out and see it, because I think you should. First, first, first impressions, go see the movie regardless. Uh, any opinion that I have or Jen has or Anne-Marie has is purely our own, but listen to us anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, go see the movie. Uh, I want to jump back a sec, Jen. Your dad was supposed to be in the original Ghostbusters, right? He was supposed to be in the original. I do not know what character he was supposed to play. I do know that we have the script. I, there's rumor... I have. You know what? I have no idea... Which character? Rick Moranis' character? Was that it? Yeah, I remember I, I remember them saying in the commentary somewhere that he, originally he was like a German, like he was Dana's neighbor, but he was like a German guy and had like two big dogs and like they just, he, yes. your dad just didn't know what to do with it, like kept asking like Ivan and Harold, like, I don't know what you want me to do with this. I'm not sure what, where we should go. Yes. Okay. Now, now you are refreshing my memory because I was just have I was just having this conversation. Um, um, I think with my husband Brian, and that we were saying that same thing. Um, and my dad was nice enough, or this is what happened back then: is my dad was like, "I don't think I can do it. I'm gonna step away from the project. Here, give it to Rick, or I think Rick would be a better uh, suggestion." And I think it was. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I think that's what they they mention, and like, it's so nice that they could just like amicably be like, you know what? I don't think this is working. It's totally fine. Well, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, I think people would be like, "I'll do whatever you want. I'm afraid to lose a job." You know, it's it's more the creativity part, right. which I think was really cool about that back then. But uh, yeah, my dad was supposed to be in Ghostbusters. That, no, and well, it's that's cause, awesome. It's because back then, I mean, yes, he was. You know, it was a studio. They were shopping around. They were film, but they were already like filming or maybe had started I think they filming. were already filming it was also um 
to, not to go completely off topic, but what I was also talking about is I think originally Rick Moranis was supposed to play the janitor in um, Breakfast Club. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know someone else other than the gentleman, um, uh, John Capolo- Capolos. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're right. He played the janitor, but I want to say it was Rick Moranis was originally supposed to play the janitor and the, the first day of shooting, he said, this isn't right for me and moved on. Interesting. Don't quote me on that, but I'm 99% sure that that's what happened. Interesting. Um, but yeah, what's the, yeah, Ghostbusters. But I mean, even back then it was like, you know, even though they were working for studios and were you know, like, and like it was, you know, it was a job, you know, yeah. and, and there was a lot of, you know, money behind it. It was still like friends working together. It's like, oh, you know what? John's not working out. We'll get Rick, you know, mm-hmm. he'll do, he'll, let's see if he can do something. Yeah, because they all knew that they, you know, they had they they all knew that they could do it, and that was the cool thing. They, uh, I know, I know. I asked you for a while because of your connections, even way before it got announced that they were doing a reboot. That um, every so often I would say, like, so next time you see Dan, ask him what's up with another Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> I know he. I there were many conversations where I'd I'd overhear him talking about the third Ghostbusters and him trying to convince everyone to do it, and certain people weren't wanting to do it, and I was always slightly skeptical, but the kid in me always wanted to see the originals, you know, continue to do what they do and bring back those characters, um, no matter what. So it was, you know, it was it was definitely a challenging road for for him to get this project up and running. So. And it was, there's actually, uh, for those of our fans who are gamers, um, there's a Ghostbusters video game that was released, I want to say like three or four years ago, maybe even five years ago. I'm sure it's on Xbox. I have it on Steam, um, PlayStation and stuff like that. It's got to be like five bucks by now. But oh, wow. it's voiced by all of them. Um, really? It takes place in 1991. <laughs> um, uh-huh. The main villain is, um, it's like a... Uh, Shandor. It's Evo Shandor's like spirit, you know, and Evo Shandor, for those who don't know, huh. which you should, um, you know, was uh, headed up the Gozer worshippers in the original movie that they talk about. Um, Alyssa Milano's a voice in it, so that's fun. <laughs> and you play like a new recruit, and you go on the adventure, and they go back to the hotel, they go, uh, you know, the, and it's it's fun, and a lot of people say that's like, that's like the actual like third Ghostbusters movie. I love it. It's great, and it has like it has like the clumsiness of like the equipment and stuff like that. Like the targeting just isn't right, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's voiced by all of them, and it's it's actually hilarious. So if you if you haven't checked uh, checked that out before, definitely check that out because it's definitely a fun play. And it's got it's got to be super cheap by now. I gotta check that out. I don't. I don't know how I missed that one. Jared, you weren't on top of that and telling I'm, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I'm I'm waiting for the day that it's not going to be compatible with anything anymore. Like the game will be outdated and I won't be able to play it again. Got it. Um, but so, so jumping to the, what system was that on? Uh, it was on everything. It was on Xbox, PlayStation. Like, okay. When did that movie come out though? When, when did that game come out? I want to say like five years ago, maybe. Oh, was it for one of the anniversaries? Um, no, it was before that. Uh, but like all the original music was in it and I don't like the comic timing of it was good. And it's, you know, it was not like it, it was like at that point you were like, I think that's all we're going to get. Like, here's the third Ghostbusters movie. And it's fun. Like, the story makes sense. Um, it kind of, hard, you know, it it, uh, it callbacks, it does callbacks to a lot of um, a lot of older stuff uh, from the and first two movies. And it's kind of nostalgic that way. Yeah. But then, I mean, you're pretty much romping around New York City and shooting ghosts and trapping stuff. And it's 1991. Cool. I like it. Yeah, and it takes place in 1991. It's pretty rad. Um, but so, starting with this movie... Um, I have a couple of friends still in the biz, <laughs> including Jen. Um, but uh, but I have a few friends at Sony, and I was privy to the entire plot about a year ago. Um, really? Yeah. Because a friend of mine, uh, who will remain nameless, um, but a friend of mine read one of the drafts, and she said it was had to have been like draft like seven of like 19 or something like that like at that point like that was the draft but Mm -hmm. then like it changed and it changed and it changed so i knew about um i knew pretty much all the plot points i knew about slimer and mrs slimer i knew stay puffed was in it um you know i it's it was still interesting to see it on the big screen but i had a pretty good idea of what was going to happen like she had laid out like 
Did it ruin it for you? No, because I, there was stuff I didn't remember. Like I remembered like big like plot points. Like well, obviously we'll get to it when we when we go through it. But like the the whole center portion where like Rowan you know kills himself and is using the city's energy grid to like become a ghost and right. becomes like a big ghost in the third act and you know like all that stuff was always in place. Um, the fact that uh, Kristen Wiig like you know used to be into the paranormal and then is trying to like be a f- smart person at a university and so pretty much you had like the outline yeah like maybe not specific scenes but you had like the outline yeah because well, I mean like I was like can I read it and she's like no but <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a lot but what I'm curious what you thought of when like the tr- like it's neat it's what you were saying before before we started recording you were saying uh, that. You don't know if it's age or you don't know if it's movies today, but they don't really have like a lot of staying power in your head. I don't know if that makes sense. No. I sound like a crazy no, person? <laughs> oh, oh, a little bit, but I'm a crazy person agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it has to do with age, but I also think it has to do with the type, the style of movie. I think back then movies were a little bit slower um, yes. and it gave you time to sink in. I feel like now we live in such an ADD world where it's like everything's thrown at you so quickly and they want to cram as much in as possible um, in a whole two hours. And I think some some of it sticks – like it takes me a while. Like with Ghostbusters, it's like I, it was – I was quoting stuff or just remembering stuff, but it was like pieces afterwards as opposed to – the whole movie. Right. It was segments of it that I was like, oh, that was funny. And that was funny. Okay, that was funny. That was funny. That's that how people, like, receive information now. You yeah. know, like, they're just like, oh, snippets. Like, Vine is a great example of that. Like, right. I can only handle six-second clips of things. I cannot handle anything yeah. longer than that. Um, the whole idea of, like, a feed, a news feed. Right. Twitter, yeah. Facebook, whatever. We, we segment our information and all we do is regurgitate and we don't actually soak it in, which is right. why all these old older movies are, are have such staying power. I think that's a huge has a huge thing to do with that. That was a really keen observation. But, the, <laughs> I, but then again, I don't think if we were to make a movie like they did back then now, it would do as well. Oh no, it'd get panned. It'd get panned. It, it, it would just be like, oh, that was boring or this I don't it just doesn't it doesn't work as well. I I was talking to somebody else about it, too, and I said, to me, like, Ghostbusters and Star Wars and Indiana Jones and, and all those movies that we like from growing up, um, yes, we grew up with them, but to me, they're kind of like an album. Like, it, <laughs> like if, you were to, if, you were to, if you were to go home one day and just be like, you know what, I want to listen to Rubber Soul and just put it on, like, you could sit and actually listen to it if you wanted to, or you could just put it on in the background and that would be fine also. All these right. movies that we like, Ghostbusters included, is like, it's just feel good for me. So it's like, oh, you know what? I can l- listen to that. I can watch that movie any day of the week, Yeah, anytime. I can put on Princess Bride and just like go about my yes. life yeah. and just let exactly. it play. And then I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, but like a lot of new movies, this one included, and again, I'm not saying I, I did enjoy it a lot, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have the same like rewatchability to me. There's just something about the older movies that I feel that... Just have me leave more of an imprint. It was also magic. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff is magic. And that's that's something that we don't give the time and the patience to achieve anymore because more and more and more, bigger, 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 I feel yeah. like you lose the magic. Right. And I... Yeah. How many times have you seen it in the theater, Jarrett? The Ghostbusters? Yeah. Uh, twice. And then I have a bootleg at home. <laughs> <laughs> no shame on you edit that part out <laughs> i have bootlegs of lots of stuff my oh criminal um, i'm sorry i have something for you but uh oh, damn it oh work. is it the shame bell no no shame <laughs> stop stop throwing fruit at me Anne marie shame <laughs> uh so yeah, so oh, I saw keeping it, that open. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it twice in the theater. The first time I saw it was in 3D IMAX, which you and I, Amory and I, don't like. 3D. We hate, yeah, but you don't wear glasses anymore. So, but I still, but still, but I, I hate 3D movies. They make me sick. But that, I can't do, I can't do any 3D. It just, I get nauseous. I get nauseous spinning in a chair. I can't sit in a movie where things are coming at me. 
I, sorry, there was an put accidental shame, bell shame. Away. I was trying to put the shame bell away. It's just shamed <laughs> shame. all over her face, all over the basement. Um, but so I saw it twice in the theater because I saw it opening day and then I wanted to see it again. And then I downloaded a bootleg. I will buy the Blu-ray. I, you know, I, again, I'm going to enjoy this movie over time, but right. it's still not going to be the same to me. Um, yeah. What were your what were your first impressions, Jen? Because you've only seen it once, but it was a couple days ago, right? I've only yeah, I only saw it once. Um, I did enjoy it. Um, I had talked to you before, and I had talked to my brother before, so I kind of had your impressions of it kind of going in. Um, I tried to not know anything about the movie beforehand because I I wanted to be surprised because um, I already was. I don't know. I was torn. I was split between if this can be good or not. I do. I loved everyone that was in it. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, 90% of it. 90%. As, as my brother said, like my brother and I are very similar with this. We enjoyed the first half, maybe first hour, hour and a half of the movie. And then the end, you lost us. And I just, it was a little too mm-hmm. cartoonish for me. And it just, it just, the, the storyline went, Okay, where'd you go? It, uh, but it, it was still entertaining. But it was like when they were just being themselves, like Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy, who I love, Kate McKinney, um, Leslie Jones. Like when they got to do what they were doing in the very beginning, it, it was entertaining. The moment they tried to make it, now let's be a Ghostbuster movie really quick. It, it, at the end, it was like they ran out of time. Let's cram everything at the end and then... Which is they're leading up for the se- the sequel, so and they're gonna make a gazillion of these. Um, so I enjoyed it. I had some moments where I did a oh seriously, <laughs> um, but then, <laughs> but then some of it I was like, okay, that was I was happy. You got me clapping, and I you know with the bust of Harold, I was like, okay, that was a nice a nice nod. Yeah. Um, there were there were nice little nods, and I think they they. Look, they were going. <laughs> that was the best. Like you guys right. can't see that face that accompanied that, though. <laughs> I know. That was like all right. Like it was too much. Like you had to stop and be like, "Whoa, wait, wait a second. It's just, I know. It's like it's when I when I talk about this. How hard has it got to be? Like with now, with everyone jumping down everyone's throat when any sort of remake is made, I kind of feel guilty for the people in the movie because they. They're just doing what they love, mm-hmm. and they're just enjoying it, and people shit on it. And I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was that bad. I think everyone, I was thoroughly entertained. Um, I had my moments, but then again, I knew going into it, it's not going to be the original. It yeah. just won't. It just you can't you can't replicate that. You can't replicate the energy of what. Um, what Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, you know, Ernie Hudson, Harold, they did, like Annie Potts, Rick Branis, they are who they are for a reason, and you can never replicate that. You can pay homage. Um, and I think they did a I think they did a good job with that. It Richie brought up a good point when we were talking about it before he left, and he said that people online, because this, you know, obviously it's getting shit on online and and ripped apart oh. and everything. Um, but he said that it's fun to see the naysayers that that hated it like back up a little bit because it didn't do as poorly as it was supposed to, and then oh, yeah. and then people also saying like, oh well, the new one was alright, but the original wasn't that great to begin with, and <laughs> and it's like, are you serious? Pardon? Like, I'm sorry. People spend hundreds of thousands of dollars building cars from the movie. Yeah. Um, I myself want to spend about $8,000 on a functioning prop proton pack. Oh, you saw the car that the, the prop car, um, on St. Allen, they had that lot like on Edgewater. No. Yeah. The Ghostbusters car is in there. Are you serious? I haven't seen it. How do you not, you know all this crap. (laughs) All right. So down by like past the ferry, between the ferry and the bridge on Bay Street, there's like Edgewater, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right before Dock Street. And right where Easy Pass used to be. <laughs> oh well. Well, I know you. That'll know be where helpful that for is. all our listeners. I'm just saying for you, bro. <laughs> um, so you go down this little side street that takes you right by the water, and as you're going down that turn, there's a big lot, and you're looking, and you're like, "Is that the car from Men in Black? Was that the bug, bug thick car?" Oh. 
And I was like, I saw it. I was like, holy crap. And then in the back, I saw like the Ghostbusters car. I was like, get out of town. Really? Get out. Of- How do you not know this? That. This is like a thing. This Ec- is a Staten Island thing. Ecto-1 is actually one of the only cars, believe it or not. Now, if you were to come up to me and be like, what's your favorite movie? I have a lot. But it, most of the time, it's always like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, and I mean, as Richie has his Jedi outfit in my closet is a jumpsuit that's repeatedly been How used. many jumpsuits? One, but it's had, I've had different <laughs> variations over okay. the years. I've fine-tuned it with a comb. Um, we ain't but, <laughs> but we, uh, I, I, that is actually one of the only cars that I have not seen a replica, mind you, because there's only one now. Um, it might have been a replica. And that's on the, that it it's on there. the Sony lot, but... Yeah. The, and and there's a whole Wait, one, it's on the Sony lot? Yeah, it's there's a wonderful Blu-ray feature on the Ghostbusters Blu-ray about restoring it. I was just on the Sony it. lot. I missed it. Oh, it's near it's near like the Breaking Bad Bounder and um, the new ones on the lot too. The new Ecto-1 is oh, also I gotta, there. That's cool. I got to go, um, go find that next time. It was probably a replica then because I mean probably. there's a ton I mean, of uh, so many. DeLoreans everywhere. But yeah, but that's one of the only like I've seen DeLoreans in person. I've seen the original Kit, in person. Seen I've person. seen yeah, Kit cuz that guy that guy that guy that owns one of the kits. But that's actually one of the So he there's keeps a guy in that lot sometimes too when he's not down on that gas station the uh, car wash. There's a, he said. No, that place closed. There's I know. a guy who lives on Staten Island who um like participated in a car show every year and he owns actually one of the four remaining kits from Knight Rider. I um, want kit. I want that. If that was my dream car, that would be my dream car. But I was always weirded, not weirded out, but just like, it, I always forgot because like I'd be driving in that neighborhood on the way home from work and it's just like parked in front of this guy's business. And it's like really not a great neighborhood too. So it's no. like you're driving. <laughs> no, seriously. It's it's like a really industrial kind of, it's like, oh, interesting. You know? And you're going through and it's like, you know. Kind of, it's like, oh, oh, is that Kit? Is that fucking and Michael Knight? You drive by and it's like, you know, a Home Depot. And <laughs> um, but yeah, but so people are kind of saying like, oh, the original wasn't that great. It's like, are you kidding me? There are thousands of groups across the world that dress up as Ghostbusters, have fan meetings. It's like, there's a reason oh, yeah. that Sony cashed in on this franchise because it's one of the... The Ghostbusters logo, if you were to show that to a person who's never seen Ghostbusters, they still know it's the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. logo. Yeah. It's the same thing like showing the Batman emblem or, or yeah. Spider-Man or Superman or something. They never had to have read a comic or seen a movie in their life, but they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's Batman. That's Ghostbusters. They yeah, know. Yeah, it's, br- it's brand. Yeah. So I don't want to hear that shit that the other, the original wasn't great. That being but said. Listen, <laughs> if you don't, listen, if you saw the original and you didn't like it, it's not your cup of tea, that's fine, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, You're it's like when somebody it says, like, yeah, I don't really like the Beatles. I'm like, then you just don't know enough about them. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, I can understand, like, I don't listen to the Beatles. I'm sorry. I'm offending people right now. I'm sorry. This is what happens. We're when, alienating when Richie everybody. Leaves. First, Richie's sorry. not here. Then we unload on all of you Richie's guys. not here, and now I have no filter. <laughs> Gotta get the complaint letters are coming uh, in. Please. Sorry. No, Please. I feel like it's general, like, everybody should kind of like the Beatles, or at least a Beatles song. Like, one of them that you like. You know? Well, we all know that us three love the Beatles and love Ghostbusters, so. Yay! Yay! Um, so let's let's start, I kind of guess, go through the movie. Well, what were your, what were oh, your... What my, okay. Yeah, what were your thoughts? So I'm we got sorry. Jens, we need yours. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I gave it a 6 out of 10 on the first watch. Um, hmm. I kind of agree with you, Jen. I In the beginning, it was a real nice setup, and I was like, all right, I get what they're doing. Um, I thought Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig were at like 70%. I really feel like they didn't, they weren't dialed up to like their full, like awesomeness. I I would say that for Kristen Wiig, I enjoyed Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Um, but that's where we differ. But I, but, (laughs) but I respect your decision and I don't, and I don't shit on you. No, yeah, yeah, no, you will not be wrong for that. (laughs) There is no wrong. There is no wrong answer. Everyone's gonna have their own opinion we're all different um kate mckinnon is my new favorite superhero she um everything she did uh and if you don't know names of actors and actresses you should but um (laughs) holtzman jillian holtzman everything she did made me laugh like she was she was funny and and i bought a little i little bought a little holtzman for my desk to go in the menagerie at work um of my figurines (laughs) (laughs) I bring them to work so that women don't see them in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. 
Um, uh, I did like, uh, I liked, um, uh, um, what's his name? Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth? Yeah. Oh God, he was so funny. He was funny, but then also after a while I was like, chill. Yeah. Like dial, yeah. dial it down a little bit. And, but he's never really had a role like that. So he was probably like, yes, yes. I get to do something fun. <laughs> well, the, the thing with his cat, um, uh, Paul Feig, the director, said that he improvised that, where he's like, can I bring my cat to work? And and Melissa McCarthy was like, oh, well, I'm allergic to cats. And he's like, well, I don't have a cat. And, he, and, and she's like, he's like, it's my dog. Yeah, he's my, like, that's my dog. My, my dog's cat. name is my, my, my cat. cat. My cat? My yeah. cat is... He's like, well, Michael Hat is his name. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And they were like, oh, and they're like, okay. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Yeah, it was the my, my cat. My no, it's my dog. It's my dog. His name Mike. My, my cat. My cat. My cat. Michael Hat. Michael Hat. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he was. They were like, okay, well, I guess dogs are fine. And he's like, well, it's okay. He lives with my mom. And they're like, well, now, <laughs> now that we have that sorted out. Um, they, I totally didn't catch that. I have like no retention for these things. They did. That stuck out in my head. That where like moments like that, Jared, like I think we were similar with those little things. Like that little thing, I I couldn't. I that at the end of the movie afterwards, I was like, that part was so funny. You know what it is? I think you and I recognize improv well. Uh, that could be it too. And you and you can see it in a movie where you can see where something was scripted, and you can see like that was the best take out of nine nine takes that they did. Yes. Um, I noticed that a lot with um, Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig, where they kind of were just you could see where they were, where that was off book. Right. They uh, I they did one of my favorite jokes on the planet in that movie, um, which was towards the beginning. Uh, Ed Begley Jr. Um, went to Kristen Wiig and he was like, "Can you please come check the Aldridge Mansion? I think it's haunted." And then they went, you know, out front. And the guy was like, "Excuse me, we're closed." And they're like, "Oh, we're looking for Mr. Mulgrave. Yes. Um, he came to our." I thought of you right away. <laughs> so, like he came to us and told us to come check out this house. And they're like, "Mr. Mulgrave died 15 years ago." Yeah. And they were like, <gasps> <laughs> and then he showed up, and they're like, "Well, who's that?" They're like, "Well, that's Ed Jr. That's his son." And she's like, "Well, that, that's clearly who I was talking about." But that the- also stuck out in my mind as one of the funniest scenes in that in that bit. Oh god, that was so like, I, as soon as he said, "Well, he's been dead." I was like, "That house burned down 15 years ago." Oh god, that's one of my favorite for our listeners. I you know my brain is a little warped, and I kind of have this fascination of like like if I walked past Anne-Marie and I was like, "Hey Anne-Marie," and then she didn't respond to me, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, she didn't hear me." I'd be like, "Oh my god, am I dead?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so true. I remember we were going to a bit, the, the, orig, the, the, the original, original joke was we were going, a little detour for a second for the uh, BOC fans out there. We were going to a Halloween show at, it was like Penn's Peak I think or it's something. Penn's Peak, yeah. Which was um, way high far, up in the fucking mountains. And it was Connecticut or something. Is it Pennsylvania? I don't know. Maybe. It's not It New was York. far. And we were driving, it might have been Pennsylvania. It was just far. And it was like a three and a half hour drive and it was all the way up like the top of the mountain. And then they play the Halloween show. That was the show actually that Richie came out dressed up as Eric Bloom. 1970s Eric Bloom. 1970s Eric Bloom. <laughs> and, and it took Eric about 15 minutes to realize who the hell that was on stage and why they were allowed on stage yep. and why they were allowed to play a guitar. They were like, who's that? He had no idea it was Richie. Like legitimately <laughs> didn't have an idea. I'm not sure if Richie ever told this story on the podcast. And then Buck's like, that's you, dude. That's, that's you. <laughs> who's this guy? So um, we're coming home and it was me, you, I think Philip. Right? Yeah, in the back and, seat. And Richie. Philip at like 14 or something. Like <laughs> he was like, like 17. It was like a good 10 years ago. Um, yeah, so he was really young. So he was 14 10 years ago, dude. Uh, but we were driving home and the GPS was like, turn left ahead. And we went to like go turn <laughs> and there was no road and it was like a burned down like house. Yeah, it was oh. a burned down house and like some barricade that was like the moss had grown into it and become one with the forest and... Like and we, terrifying. So so we're all bugging out. We're like, we can't turn down this road. Jared goes, well, that road burnt down 15 years ago. <laughs> and then we all lost our minds. And it's pitch black. It's like, you know, those oh, country yeah. roads in, in, in Pennsylvania and upstate, pretty much anywhere but a major city, you get them country roads. And like, man, it was dark. We were on a mountain. 
they were like animal eyes and the distance. Like it was like oh my God. the spookiest because we were already freaked out. And then he said that and we just lost our minds. So ever since then, anything, anything is it. Well, that burned down 10 years ago. Well, there's a... You have to say it like it Deckard came from Diablo. <laughs> well, there's, also a, there's also a joke that that stems from, which is... Um, I, I wasn't a huge Friends fan, but I did watch it because everybody watched it. But there's an episode where Joey comes in the apartment. He's like, I got the lead in a movie. And they're like, what's the plot about? And he goes, oh, it's really cool. It's called Shutter Speed. He's like, I meet this woman and we fall in love in like a day. Um, and then uh, the next day I try and call her and, and I can't find her anywhere. So I go to her apartment and some old lady answers the door and I'm like, where's Betsy? And the old woman's like, Betsy has been dead for 10 years. <laughs> I love that joke. Oh, and then that Key and Peele sketch. Yes. With, with the Continental. and his- Oh, the Continental. Yeah. Right? Well, because that's the shine. That's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, you've always been here. That's what, that's when Richie like, like seriously got into Key and Peele. When he saw that with the Continental <laughs> breakfast, he was Tears. He did that thing where he just opens his mouth and no sound comes out, <laughs> and tears are streaming down his face. He's like, I'm like, I'm like oh, but oh, but I just love that joke. It's just like I have this picture in my head and be like, yeah, I was just talking to Jen, and they're like, uh, they're like, oh my god, Jen died ten years ago. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, she didn't. I was just talking to her. She was wearing like a gray sweater, and then they show me like a picture of you from like the '70s and like a gray sweater, yeah. and I'm like. Ah! Like, and then Are You Afraid of the Dark? I remember I had an episode like yes. that with Tia and Tamara Maori. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, My yeah. jump off. Terrifying. <laughs> My jump off. All um, right. So you liked the movie. So I did, I did like the movie. Um, <laughs> what didn't you like about the movie? Um, I thought it was too violent. At the end. Well, yeah. um, because Rowan kills himself in the middle. Yeah. Um, and I don't also understand. So to me, like the science dropped out. Like, and I know that's a weird thing to say about a comedy, but in the beginning they were establishing, you know, all the science. It's like, oh, ghosts exist here and, and these machines are pulling them forward and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought that was clever that they were talking about that, but not, yeah. But then I wasn't sure what they were tr- – like, they they were going to catch a ghost to prove, like, naysayers wrong. And then they let it go to kill Bill Murray, which we'll get to. But um, then – like at the end during their big like sequence of in Times Square. Yeah, they're just like boom ghost. Do, boom, ghost. I know, but like were they blowing them up? Were they tripping them? Were they, what happens to them? Why I didn't understand what okay, was well, happening. There was like well, a moment in the middle with where yes. uh, what's her face was explaining that what um, each thing did. Yeah, and then like she gave the the punchy thing and the chopper and but No, the that I get. That I get, but I'm just saying their they're like purpose. Ex- They didn't take their time explaining the science at that point. They just gave a bunch of really big words. And then this does that. But you're like, so it kills a ghost. So you went from like, we just caught a ghost finally to like, now we're like slicing and dicing them. Now it's slap chop. Like, I don't. That's all they were doing. They were just like pushing them into the mist. Yeah. Later. Um, Yeah, they were evaporating them or vaporizing them. But, But like. With the original, it was simple. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, they this seemed... Them, they, yeah. they trapped them, they put them in a wall. Now... <laughs> the light is green, trap is clean. Well, also, it's like, they were... They, they maybe feel like they had had to compete with, um, like, all the action movies. Like, everything has oh, that element of action. Yeah. And the, yeah. I feel like the movie was super formulaic. Just like all the other movies, like all the blockbuster movies, they, they have this formula where it's like, you know, yeah. establishing, that's where all the good stuff happens, that right. first hour. And then at the end, you have the big action sequence it's like it's like a well-constructed pop song it's like at the two minute 33 second mark that's when you get to your bridge your bridge will either be eight bars or 16 bars or if you're really fancy maybe like 14 Ooh. What? what that's actually like the skype sound Ooh. Ooh. um but yeah i feel like that movie did that and they they felt like they had to get to that super actiony sequence so it's like oh yeah big words Big guns, we could do this now. But they never even said like, oh yeah, you can just like shoot a ghost dead now. Yeah, like, dead again. Sometimes they exploded, sometimes they just fell down out of frame, and then sometimes and then then they no poked sense, then yeah. they poked Stay Puff in the butt with a knife. Well yeah. That what else are you supposed to You can kill a ghost with a <laughs> He's balloon? A puffy marshmallow. I know. They're yeah. But then again, now that I'm thinking, how did when in the first one, when all the ghosts were escaping, 
how did they get them back or how did they go away? They never touch on that. It's just like they escaped from the ecto-containment unit and during the sign. And uh, <laughs> So all movies slightly have loopholes, so we can't. Yeah, we can't judge too harshly. But they did that. Right. But they did it in a cool way in the first movie. They did that song. But it was really Breathe. awesome watching oh, Kate McKinney like go go and do her thing and like lick a gun and then shoot a bajillion people and be awesome. Right. That was fun to watch. No, she had proton whips, dude. Yeah. Like I'm all about like I told you, she's my new the favorite. The technology person. was pretty cool. Um, I liked that. The, I liked that it was clumsy. I liked that it was a little clunky. Like it wasn't yes. straight out the gate. Just like now we know how to shoot these guns. Like when they were in the the subway terminal terminal mm-hmm. and it was like it just went like pleh. Like, yeah, <laughs> and Not she was hmm. like, "Why do I have that to hold the-, the experimental laser?" And she's like, "You have the longest arms." <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We're just gonna ground you right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like, like yeah, that there was yeah, an evolution. This is radioactive, of that. like uh, protect yourself. But I and I didn't understand why I didn't understand Rowan's motivation. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like I hate people, and then yeah. somehow. He was able to become the most powerful ghost ever and then con- of them all. And then control everybody. And I didn't understand like how like they didn't did that was there was no They didn't touch on that, yeah. Like it would have made more sense if he was like trying to raise like a demon and get possessed by that demon or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Like Like in the second one. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like Vigo. Even in the first one, like, you know, the Oh right, yeah. You know, the form of the destructor was, you know, choose. <laughs> what do you mean choose? Um so, there, so there was like there was hiccups like that, and these are problems that I would have with any movie, had it be Ghostbusters or not. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle, it just seemed like, oh, you're rushing this now. Mm. I well, for me, I think, and whoever I well, I saw the movie with, we were all like, well, that whole uh, looked like uh, they ran out of money when they were going in the the hole, the void, and they were just there. I think, yeah. yep. Um, I was like, um, didn't I? Just, for me, that I just wasn't necessarily the, part. That, <laughs> that was yeah, definitely that a big was... problem for me too. She jumps yeah. in the, the the hole, like Gandalf and the Balrog, and. Uh, but then it looked like you were in an episode of like Voyager first season, <laughs> you know? Like it was oh, yeah. like it was like not. I was not with it. And then and I know oh, there was an episode. And they were like. <sighs> and no, and then they came out and they had white hair, and they were like, "Hey, you have white hair!" And it's like, what? Why? Explain something, damn it. The unedited, those got cut because they had to have explained it, but we were like, ha ha, you have white hair. Yeah, it was, okay. uh, it was weird, and, and the, the, there was but like. But didn't they go into a void like that in the cartoon? Yeah, in the cartoon. <laughs> well, I felt like the movie had, had moments of uh, the cartoon feel to it. It definitely did, with all like the new, like, toys which that I, they Which have. I liked. Um, there, there was something I told you on the phone too, even before you saw it. Oh no, maybe I didn't tell you before you saw it, but it was kind of like a, in the original movie, yes, it's Harold Ramis, it's Dan Aykroyd, it's Bill Murray, it's Ernie Hudson. But for some reason, I believe them. I'm ready to believe them. But yes, in this movie, I don't, I believe, in the original movie, I believe that Egon built a proton pack, built a PKE meter, built all, built the trap. As much as I liked Kate McKinnon, I don't believe for a second she built any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, that's where the science kind of went out the window. It was like, is she crazy? Is she kooky? Or is she super like? Uh, I don't. It was. It was weird. And yeah, it was all just that set. It was just like a tee up for that first act. But it's definitely started right. Like it started nice and slow and was establishing their friendship and and yeah. uh, and. I hate. I I thought Leslie Jones was really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she I wasn't know, my favorite, but I didn't hate her. I know she wasn't your favorite. I think. She, she might have been my favorite. Wow. Just because of well, I don't I'm I love Melissa McCarthy, so I think what recently whatever she does, I just love the way she delivers her lines. So I would say Melissa McCarthy, then Leslie Jones, and then Kate McKinnon, and right. then Kristen Wick. Kristen Wick was, was the Kristen Moog was the uh, was the Steve Martin in this. Yeah. Like she not that he's in the original, off, obviously, yo. but like she was the straight man. Yeah, and but the thing is, is if you've seen a lot of her other films that she's done that are like um, not super blockbustery, but the more independent ones, she plays. She's been doing this um, very straight, deadpan, almost depressed um, 
character. And it's interesting because you're so used to seeing her on SNL being kooky and crazy. Right. But she does have the ability to play a, play a good straight person. You just need it just is it's a little jarring if you haven't seen it in a while um are you talking about that movie where she wins the lottery and then starts a tv show yeah i can't think of the name of it at the moment um and then but it was that one was good but it was like oh wow she is she is good in this but she's crazy yeah she's a little weird that's it she walks naked through a casino in that movie hmm. yeah because of that's the important thing i remember from films <laughs> good Bo- memory boobs um but yeah, I thought it was so. I thought it was a little violent, um, the uh, and a little confuddled. The cameos really bothered me. Me too. I liked two. I loved half of them. Some of them. Does Harold's Feel- cameo count? <laughs> Does yeah? His, I thought his cameo was good. I if you don't, it. if you don't know what we're talking about, in the towards the beginning of the movie, when Melissa McCarthy, uh, I'm sorry, when Kristen Wiig, um is leaving Tywin Lannister's office. She, uh, <laughs> she, um, uh, she walks past uh, a bronze bust, and that bust is of Harold Ramis, which I think actually is the bust at the Second City Film School. I haven't verified that yet, but I could. I want to say I think it is. When you told me about that, I, I for some reason I thought if they were on it for a very long time. So if anyone missed that, yeah, you might have been sleeping, um, or don't know who Harold Ramis is. <laughs> And if you don't, if then you don't, then educate yourself get and get a learn. blockbuster membership. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, the Bill Murray's was okay. Um, Ackroyd's was- bothered the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, Harold's obviously was was nice and in good taste. Um, and I didn't see Ernie. Uh, oh, uh, Annie Potts was fine, but I didn't see Ernie Hudson's coming. As weird as that sounds, everybody told me I was stupid. I loved that one. Actually. Ernie Hudson probably was my favorite. Yeah. I didn't see it coming either for some reason, but I don't, because I don't know why I, cause obviously, cause I knew that not everyone did uh, okay to be in, be, it. Be, in the, be in it. So I just assumed not everyone was going to be in it. So I was shocked to see how many people they did get in it. Um, but for me, Ernie Potts, uh, Ernie Potts, Ernie Potts. <laughs> there we go. Let's blend those two. Annie Potts and Ernie Hudson were my favorite because I just, they were themselves and I liked that. Ernie, Huts- Ernie Hudson's was my favorite only because I think because I didn't see it coming. And then when I did see it, it, it generally brought a smile to my face because I was yeah. like, oh, She's been talking about her uncle this entire movie. Yeah. And then you're like, of course that's the her uncle. Is great. He's the only other black person in New York. That's of course <laughs> Of course oh, Ernie God. Hudson is gonna be her uncle. <laughs> but, yeah. but it did. It like it generally brought like a smile on my face. I was like, oh go, that that makes so much sense. Uh, that's that's incredible. I, I think in the theater I went, Hey <laughs> I think that was, I, yeah, that was the I feeling. That was the general feeling. Was uh, was uh, yeah, vocalized aloud with that one. I was like, oh, I did like Sigourney Weaver's though during the credits. Yeah, I did like that one too. I was like, what? what, what, what that was okay. Huh? I was, I was like, oh, okay, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I enjoyed her. But was, like, she didn't really serve a purpose. But it was like, oh, and there she is too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Bill Murray's was interesting because he reminded me of what was it, Walter Peck? Yeah. Well, they needed they needed a uh, an antagonist, a protagonist. Yeah. What's the right antagonist. word? Antagonist. Antagonist. Um, but he wasn't even like there. Like at least Peck kept referring, uh, like uh, kept uh, coming back, like throughout the original movie. And he also has no dick. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, well, that's what I heard. Um, but yeah, it was, it was. Uh, I don't know. It seemed his seemed more in place, but it still bothered me a little bit. Right. Because if you're having, is- if you're gonna have all of them in there. Yeah. Like, do what Star Trek did. Like, pass it off. You know, do some that, sort of okay. baton. There we go. You know. Yeah. Ugh, I just handed Jared a baton. <laughs> you know there what I mean? Like, <laughs> the new Star Treks that they're not like amazing, and they they also have problems. But it was like, I Leonard Nimoy amazing. was in it, and it was like, oh, alternate timeline. The, Get it? Yeah. Like, Done. Passing wise, it off. Cast wise, great. Yes. But the movies themselves, I haven't seen the new one yet. I'm like dying to see it. I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, oh, let's I haven't either. But <laughs> oh, I, I like this let's tra- all I like go. This. We can all go see it again. 
Uh, or not see it again. See it for the first time. No, but I like I like the Star Trek ones. I think they they're entertaining. They're great, but the, but you're talking to like. I know I'm not I'm not a the, oh, not all of them are great. Not all of them, but, but they're, some they're of them are just so special. Like four is so special. <laughs> Wrath of Khan is so special. Yes, and then there's like a whole bunch of not so special. Yeah, and that's okay. Right. It's this. T- it's totally fine. There's room for everything. That's that's something I want to bring up too about. Ghostbusters. People are like they ruined my. I've never been on the. They've ruined my childhood. It's no. like this is very. It's it's special to me. It's special They're to billions of people. They're giving you more of what you like. Shut up. Yeah. It's like Richie's whole point of contention with all the prequel haters. It's like they're giving you more universe of what you like. You haters, stop being haters. Just like it. Even you. Even if you're like not like. Oh, that's not what I would have done. Or Doesn't I don't mean, really like yeah. the character. There, it's like the it's no, it's like I say it with Indiana Jones, but Indiana Jones is a little bit more special to me. But like with the Die Hard movies, like no, go with Indiana Jones. I'll go with it, it's the same thing. People are like Crystal Skull was terrible. I like granted it not the best one. Like it's definitely on the bottom of my list, but I like Indiana Jones. So I will watch Indiana Jones fold his laundry for two hours. Like I don't care because yeah. it's like I'm watching more Indiana Jones I remember driving Richie to the airport one day and going like there's a fucking Indiana Jones billboard on the BQE dude like how weird is that what is this life um so it's like so yes I'm getting more Ghostbusters I get to see more proton packs I get to I get to see more you know cool shit visual effects that's exactly by the way how I felt about Indiana Jones and that's exactly exactly how I felt about the Hobbit like exactly. Hobbit, I can't watch again. Everybody hated the Hobbit. I loved it. My teeth are sore. Yeah. I read it so many times, though. Yeah. I read it like ten times I when I was the, eleven. I love the book and the cartoon of the Hobbit. So oh, the, the cartoon. Movie, wait, the cartoon which, is my favorite. Wait, which cartoon? I used to like wait two. and look at the TV guide. There's two the Hobbit. Car- I don't know the weird cartoon, the one that was like the one where he looks like a Norse drawing. Yeah. There's there's the Ralph Bakshi version. I don't know what that is. is. Oh, fine. No, the only the only Hobbit cartoon that everyone should know. That he, that he looks like a troll doll without the hair. Yeah, he looks like yes. a Norse drawing. Yes, a Norse oh. drawing. He well, looks like where Richie is right now. Yes. Yeah. Hold uh-huh. on, I'm standing up because my leg's falling asleep, but I'm still talking. <laughs> no doubt. Stop moving. I can't. Actually, you know what? My leg's falling asleep. Oh my god, look how pretty it is out there. But look, this is why I'm also because I wanted to show you this. What is that? Wait. That- back it up. Hold on. That drawing. What is that? <laughs> what is it? Oh, wait. You can't see it. Oh. Hold on. Oh. Ooh. It's the Hobbit. What is the drawing Ooh. on the front? Oh, it's all. It looks oh, like flowers. Oh, they're coming up the mountainside. The one that looks like this. Yeah, that, that guy. guy. Yep. That guy. I used to wait until that. I uh, just like get the in the paper. They had the TV guide. And I would be like, is the Hobbit on this week? And I'd like follow it like, oh, God, I was such a nerd. How did I never know? Why was it on so much? <laughs> I, I don't know. This, <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, the one thing. I wish, I, I wish with Ghostbusters they did do a passing of the, the baton. But then huh, they didn't. So therefore. It's I also been I'm, done. Maybe that's I know, why. I know. And, and, and I get that. But I feel like you would quiet the like the naysayers and the haters if you did something like that. Even even if not if if they're all going to be in the movie and cameo in the movie, why wouldn't you use them as is? Well, maybe maybe it was like a timing thing. Maybe when they finished all the drafts for the script, it's like they didn't know who was going to be able to actually do the cameo and stuff. So it's yeah. like they didn't want to commit to like a full cast pass off. Right. If not no, that, everybody that makes could do sense. it. They, you know what they needed to do? They needed to do the Extreme Ghostbusters thing, which is another cartoon, which is actually good. Um, but Extreme Ghostbusters did that. They, it was Egon, and he was a professor at a university. And, right. And Ghost started acting up again, and four students in his class, he trained them how to be Ghostbusters. And that was the that was the uh, the basis for the movie. Um, oh, interesting. Oh, basis for the cartoon. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is, speaking of, like, passing the torch and handing it off... Was the post credits sequence mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the stinger, if you will? Um, mm-hmm. Which, if you again, if you haven't seen it, stay until after the movie. And I'm not spoiling anything because I warned you beforehand. But <laughs> um, at the end of the credits, they're listening to the EVP, um, and they're like, "Do you hear?" And Leslie Jones is like, "I think I hear something." And they're like, "What do you hear?" And she goes, "What's Zool?" And they were like, "Oh!" And then the then the movie ends, and I got I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I thought that was a cop out because they made it such a big thing 
You're having cameos that aren't the actual Ghostbusters. You're not using Venkman and Stans and and Zedmore. You're making it such a making such a stink to distance yourself from the original. Like we're doing our own thing. We're you know we're gonna be cool with this. You know we're 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 taking it a different way. Yes, you'll see familiar stuff, but you know we're we're doing our own thing. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, huh? Remember yeah, I think you actually screamed that at the screen. I was like, aw. <laughs> and you were like, fuck you That's from the back. I was like, yo, Jared, chill, chill, bro, chill. <laughs> children, there are children here. Oh, God. Oh, it, it, it really, and granted, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I have no idea. It could have just been like a, or it could be like setting up a sequel or many sequels. That is Who a knows? setup. That's like some Marvel oh, level setup. Oh, that is setup. a sequel, hands down. Zool will come back. There will be a gatekeeper and a key master. Sam They'll Jackson redo will the play first them. One. Samuel Jackson will play them because he's in everything. Um, but yeah, so that 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 bothered me. Um, but mm-hmm. but like it I didn't s- bother me as much. But now hearing you, I get I get the I get I was so wrapped up in the. It like, was the cameo. separation. Yeah, really, it was more the no. separation it's like of like new new material. I'm so tired of like all these like. I love nostalgia, and this is like a nostalgia culture right now. So do I. And uh, obviously. Clearly. Um, but pe- we're like oversaturated with it now as, as a culture. Right. And it's all people care about, and they keep, you know, oh, you're ruining my childhood. I was like, okay, well, if it's something you really love, it's not ruining it. And I guess for everything out there, somebody really loves it, right? Right. But right. I was like, For everybody that material, loves Rubber Soul, which is, people hate Sgt. Pepper. Like it's, yes. Yeah. Beatles again. I'm staring at the Beatles posters right now. They're all around but, us. Yeah, they're all around us. We're surrounded. I um, see a Hoffner. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like, what was I saying? Uh, oh, nostalgia. So, I, new material, please. New material. Give us new material. This is what Star, Star Wars failed to do. The, there, there was a lot of drawback, and it was like not as in your face, like cameos and things like that, right. or like... There were certain like things mentioned that were almost like like topical cameos, you know. Right. But um, so you wanted Bill Murray standing on a mountaintop yes. handing a proton pack to Leslie Jones, and yes. just staring at it. Exactly. Got it. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like guys, can we just get some new material? But what happens when you get new material? What happened with the prequels? People shit all over it. What happened with Batman and Superman? People shit on that movie. That movie's yeah. great. There was some... Listen, there was what? a lot of draws. Are you really? Yeah, oh, I really you, like you, it. You in the wrong house, it. woman. I kind of refuse to see it. No, no, no. Watch the 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 extended. It okay. Everything that people had a problem with, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on the podcast, but everything that... We haven't talked about that. No, we didn't watch talk about the ultimate cut yet. That's a whole nother three hours with Richie when he comes Oh, back. we didn't do that yet. No, we watched it here. And oh. Just to, some, just, just to give you a quick snippet... Um, Pretty much the three-hour extended cut, watching it in the in the Castellano home was just Richie going, "Why? Why did they take that I out?" I was thrashing. <laughs> I almost beat you up. Did this you is see true. me? I was like, I was like in a mosh pit in the eight, in the eighth grade. Punching like, me on the ah! couch. <laughs> um, Three hour. Oh, okay. Okay. But you know what? I'll see it. At, I'll see it. It was at better. Point. It was way better as a three-hour movie. It yeah. It brought it to a halt. They're going to be doing an extended cut of Ghostbusters as well. I would I be anxious to see that. Um, but it, like I said, overall as a whole, it was fine. The nostalgia part was fine. There were parts of it that irritated me. But again, like solid effort out of the park. Like, yeah. yeah. It solid. wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. Okay. Good cast too. <laughs> like really good cast. There was no way that that cast and that director weren't going to make an entertaining movie. Yeah. that I pretty much like, you guys know way more about Ghostbusters than I do, but pretty much my review of the movie was... I really enjoyed it. I went in there very hungover, and I left feeling very good. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what they were going to put on the in Entertainment Weekly, but they... Uh... I really enjoyed it. I thought the cast was great. I love people yeah. like Kate McKinnon's character, like Starbuck types. Yeah, I she, love that. Oh, yeah. But she just... She was so... So good. So good. Loved it. Um, when she started... At the end, they're chasing Rowan in the hotel, and they're like, come on out. And she just goes, come out, come out, where are you fucking lost it and when yeah. she was dancing to debarge fantastic yeah. yeah no she's great she's great and that's like the only thing that really bugged me was like they really shoved the cameos down your throat and by like the second or third one i was like oh guys stop stop please. oh we did yeah that was in it that, that i knew was gonna happen though 
Oh, there's something I didn't even mention, too. They did something that I really appreciated, um, which was the soft open. Um, both Ghostbusters, 1984 and Ghostbusters oh, 2, yeah. 1989, starts with some sort of scene, some sort of spooky thing happens. Like a, cold, a cold opener, uh, yeah, like soft open, yeah. And oh, they, and I love that guy from Silicon Valley. Oh, I love that guy. It's and, Jared. V. What's his name? Ah. Uh, uh, I don't know what his, the guy uh, his with the actual blue eyes, name. pale guy. But they, uh, but they did the. They started out the the man, you know, the mansion, and then it was haunted, and then the ghost came out, and then he was falling, and there was a problem with that after because it looked like he was gonna be killed, and then he was fine in the next scene, mm-hmm. and they were just talking about him pooping his pants. But <laughs> but you saw him like you saw everything falling down and Poop all the is slime. Funny, it is funny, but you saw everything falling down, and then you you hear just like the, you know. Yeah. The, you know, and then yeah. and then the logo came up, and you're like that, that. Like that's the Star Wars crawl to me with Ghostbusters. Yeah, movies. yeah. Like, it was that was like, like huh. I said, yeah. Half more than half of the movie, the very beginning was really good, and then the end for me just wasn't my favorite. But as as a whole, I'll see it again. Not in the theater, I don't think. I'll wait until it's on demand. Agreed. Yeah. Somebody somebody told me that they hated the the running gag with the Chinese food, which I actually thought was funny. That it was just yeah, like, I, like I thought that was so funny. It was just like a nice little like throwaway thing, but it's just like it kept rec- like I like callbacks like that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, so do, and I like that actor too, and I just I just and then I thought it was funny when his his bike got blown up and he was he came out <laughs> in the like, alleyway and he was like, what the f- really? Oh, and another I th- I th- was wait, was that a post credit scene? Where he, he gave her like 5,000 wontons. Yeah. She's like, just, yes. just a decent ratio. Of please. soup to wontons. Please. Um, I did like that they ended up in the firehouse too. Yes. Yes. Um, I liked in the beginning. Oh, I liked in the beginning when she brought out, she's like, shut your whore mouth or something. Like <laughs> yeah, she said I something. I was like, that's hilarious. That was my favorite, that was one of my favorite lines. <laughs> what did she say? Is that what she said? She's a burn in hell. Oh, burn Which was a hell. nice callback to the original Ghostbusters, which is written really? on Bankman's door. Yeah. Um, but I liked that. Yeah, I liked that they were like, this is great. And it's like $22,000 a month. She was like, fuck, like, burn in hell. Like, <laughs> burn in hell. Like, like she, the delivery of that line was just beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> she said it so quietly, like, on a, oh, burn in hell. Like, it was, great. no, it was, it, again, overall, good time. I mean, we're picking it apart, but, you know, it's, it's, it's because it's something we love. I and, would see it. Um, so, yeah, definitely go see it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna treat you to a, a a revisit of something from an older band geek episode at the end of this. Maybe episode. you know what it is. Um, we did a little uh, cover of the Ghostbusters theme. Um, <gasps> not the new one with Fallout Boy and Missy Elliott. That's really Ooh. fucking weird. <laughs> and we almost just choked. Why? I almost because I, I didn't realize it was Fallout Boy and Missy Elliott, and then like that realization. <laughs> As I was taking a sip of my tea, I almost went all over the computer, all over the studio, ah! all over the keyboard. Well, it's like it's it's like a Super Bowl halftime show. It's like when Aerosmith and and Britney Spears were together. I I like that though because that's kind of like what all like the early '90s movies did, where they got like like not appropriate singers to like sing the theme song. You're like, what? Why? Why? But the actual cover what? from this movie was uh was done by Walk the Moon. You like Walk the Moon. Wait, I, I actually did not hate the, the theme, though. I mean, it's the Ghostbusters song. It's going to be the same whoever sings it. No, but I, did, I didn't hate the treatment. Usually they, like, overdo it and it sounds like crap. Right. But yeah. I, I really didn't hate that. And I liked all the, like, the really campy photo, the uh, film scoring that was going behind it. Like, I loved it. I loved all of that. Yeah. I thought the music, I liked the music in in Ghostbusters overall. It was solid. It fit. No, it fit. Like, it, it wasn't, like, in your face, but it was it was just one of those things where... Random um, question. Shoot. Was Mrs. Slimer in the cartoon as well? No. No? No, she was invented for this because, of course, it's like, we got a boy, really? Slimer, and this movie's about ladies. I feel like I've seen Mrs. Slimer in something else. Mm-mm. Maybe I was that was like a comic thing or something. From what I understand, it was just put in for the movie. And that's oh. what let's, – let's just sidetrack for two seconds before we wrap up. I don't understand the – like – Okay, he's Slimer. She's essentially Slimer with a wig. Like, <laughs> what's what's the attraction there? Like, you look exactly like me with breasts. Like, I don't. I don't. That's nineteen twenties cartoon humor. <laughs> like, that's just how it works. Yeah. I it, yeah, th- like little things like that irked me. Um, but but again, overall, I would see it. Um, but so, 
we're going to treat you again uh, to a song from our uh, Halloween spooktacular from the first year of Van Geek. Because it's spooky. Spooky. <laughs> that podcast burned down 15 years ago. Van Geek's been <laughs> off the air for like 20 years. Yes. <gasps> oh my God, am I dead? Um, <laughs> so wrapping up, Jen, you recommend going to see it? I do. I recommend going to see it. How Anne many Marie? stars? How many stars? Out of wait, how many stars out of how many? Out of ten. Oh. Come on. Out of ten. Oh, see, I I told Jared I said seven. I thought it was a seven. I'm with you. Maybe six, six, six and a half, seven. I'm six. with you. I wouldn't go any lower than a six. I'm gonna make a really terrible joke and say six and a half, half seven is a is an average. An average. Uh, I think we're average. all in agreement here that that is both <laughs> average and appropriate. <laughs> um. I gave it. A, I gave initially out of the gate. I gave it like a six out of ten, and I'm sticking with that. Okay. That rating. All right. Okay. Um, but so I'd like to thank uh, Jen for joining us Yay! via satellite. Yay! <laughs> thank you guys. I had fun. Thank you for taking time out of your day and hijacking your mother's house to use the computer. <laughs> um, thank you, Anne Marie Castellano. Yay! Yay! I'm a Castellano. I run Pro Tools. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Um, and oh, uh, really quickly, uh, you can uh, follow Richie on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, Rich underscore Castellano, uh, Anne Marie on Facebook, uh, me on Twitter and Instagram at More Kazoo. Um, and if you feel like purchasing Ghostbusters on Blu ray, uh, you can pre order it at Amazon.com. Hey. Uh, what you have to cool. do is just go to riotcast.com slash bandgeek, and there's an Amazon banner up top. Just click on that banner, uh, and it will redirect you to Amazon, uh, then add it to your cart, and a small percentage of your purchase goes goes to the show and it helps us afford things like the chairs we're sitting in yeah and- actually this oh. chair <laughs> specifically that's awesome and new equipment and uh food for our guests when we have them uh hey. also if you want to just straight up tip the show um which is something that a lot of people have been asking richie about uh you can go to richiecastellano.com slash tip jar um or you can wait until there's some content and find us on youtube and tip us when we're doing a live feed, which I'm sure there'll be more of. Soon. Um, but so, uh, thank you for listening to this Richie-less episode of Band Geek. This is the first one! Uh, oh my god! It's 80, 84 episodes, and we finally it only took 84 got him episodes to get him out of here. <laughs> but we're still trapped down here. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening, and enjoy Ghostbusters. Let's go!
get a car. 